0: Welcome to the Learnmaker podcast. These are not the apps you're looking for. A in-depth series exploring how teachers can improve learning with technology. Welcome to another episode of These are Not the Apps You're Looking For. This week, we're going to be looking at digital marketing and feedback. I'm Jay. And I'm James. So what are we looking at this week, James? Give us an overview.
1: Right then. So, um what we thought we'd do is just have a look at what's going on in schools marking and feedback wise assessment wise um, what we think isn't so good and what we think is good and then giving you guys out there who are listening um, kind of an overview of how mobile technology can actually help with the uh, assessment for learning marking and feedback type things Um, so I guess the, the logical place to start is where are we at the
0: moment with marking and feedback in UK schools
1: okay so from my experience of things, what's going on at the moment, the current practices, there is an awful lot of red pen, green pen, blue pen, purple pen. Yeah. Uh, so let me just detail that a little bit. So a student does a piece of work in their book. They then hand that into to the teacher. The teacher then goes, well done, Timmy, or this needs improving, Timmy in some red pen or in fact actually probably be green pen mm-hmm. they then hand that back to the student the following lesson that could be the next day or a couple of days ahead the student then after having a sleep and after having probably another five or six lessons then reads through those comments at the beginning part of the lesson mm-hmm. they then have time in the lesson so a 50 minute lesson they probably have five or ten minutes in the lesson to then review those comments which I did the other day then answer those comments so they'll do it in a different colour so it could be a purple pen red pen yellow pen orange pen once that's done, the teacher then in the next homework would probably collect that work back in. not saying they always do, but they'll collect that work back in and then they'll look through that comment and then provide another comment on the comment of that comment. Yeah, That goes on with 30 kids in every single lesson, every single day, in every single subject within a school. That's my experience of it. There might mm. be difference and I'd, I'd love to hear if anybody's doing it a bit better than that, but that generally on the whole... A couple yeah. hundred schools we've been in, that's what goes on. That's a standard practice. Yeah, and then what happens after that is then a head of department or head of faculty goes round, has to take some work samples every so often, and obviously that assessment's gone on, so it might be once a term. So at the end of a term, say, so six weeks in, the head of department goes through, or even three weeks in, goes through and looks at those books. So you've had mm. three weeks of assessment and then goes, oh, hang on a second, we've got some issues here. Those three weeks have already passed, then you have another bit. So you're always working on the back foot. You're always yeah. trying to catch up all the time it's never live it's never kind of active it's all kind of reactive type stuff um so that's kind of what i find then when you go up to the sort of slt level so then staff are then looking or teachers are then looking head teachers deputies and then looking across the whole school and then seeing what's going on that then ticks a box They then tick that, and obviously the main tick box at the moment, main concern is then the Ofsted stuff. Um, Now, obviously, in the last few days or the last few weeks, um, when we've been to various different events and we've spoken to key people um, within Ofsted and stuff, from what I've seen, um, that's really not what they're looking for. What they're typically looking for, and I'm just going to call it up on my screen just to make sure I get the right terminology on stuff, is actually they are looking for assessment, but they're not looking at really how you assess as long as assessment's going on and whether it has any impact on teaching and learning. Mm. So from my experience of doing the red pen, green pen and spending hours and hours sat at home after school marking on stuff, I personally think that has very little impact. Um, My personal view, my personal view, it's totally me. Um, But I, yeah, I would say that has little impact.
0: Yeah, I'd agree with that. It's it's controversial for us to say this. You're speaking from experience. Yeah. I'm speaking from, you know, the research element of it that I'm always looking at. And it could have impact if it's live, um, which tech can help. But the process at the moment, it takes so long, you know, two weeks really is best case scenario that you're getting this marking cycle complete. But more often it's (coughs) three weeks, sometimes beyond. Um, Like you say, it's so reactive that if, you know, if problems are happening, it might not be picked up for a month Yes, yeah, case and, scenario by department head or leadership teams
1: yeah and 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 the other thing is that it only really caters dare i say learning styles um because we know all that kind of stuff's debunked or there's loads of stuff around it but it only caters for one type of mindset of people who want to sit and read um mm. which is fine some students do i would say you know there must be a, a majority or a, a large amount that do like to read the comments and all that kind of thing yeah um but the, the problem is is you know I've faced when I was a class teacher and a head of department is that personalized feedback so Mm. teachers then have to strive to try and make sure the the comments are relative but if a student or a group of students mucks up one particular part of their their assessed piece of work for example if there's a fire drill and i've skipped a couple of slides or you know one student misses a piece of work or a group of students have been taken out for literacy or numeracy intervention Mm. and then they come back late in the lesson and they all on mass misunderstand the piece of work and i then have to write individual comments i'm then sitting there trying I think of different ways of wording the same thing. Yeah. Um so and also giving the same feedback writing out the same thing. So when I was a, a head of department, you know, you, you, we used to kind of try and cut the corner of that, save a bit of time um by printing out Avery labels. So we'd mm. have almost like a, a you know when you go to Skegness and you get the postcards that says it was raining on Wednesday and you tick the box. Yeah. We used to do something like that and it's like oh brilliant. Fantastic! I've done it. I've managed to find the the kind of golden chalice of assessment. Mm. The problem with that is when you look at it from a student point of view, it's like, oh, sir stuck a sticker and he can't be bothered to mark my work and he's just ticked it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the marking thing for me is a big. It's one of my biggest bugbears, really.
0: Yeah, so it's catch twenty two, isn't it? Because if you you know if you take that generic route of we've got preset answers <clears> that <throat> were given to the students or feedback then that's not benefiting the student. But then if the teacher customizes every comment and every book, there's no time for them to do anything else, even eat or sleep by the sounds of it. Exactly. Exactly. So the system appears to be broke.
1: Yep, and nobody really... Um, from wants the, to from, admit it. yeah wants to admit it to start with and I see teachers I mean we're members of loads of different Facebook groups and all these different types of things Twitter and all these kind of mm. things There's loads of people saying look you know this is the, the system doesn't work it doesn't work mm. um, so from a teacher point of view um, you know standing up for the teachers in in the room uh you know, it's it's an awful lot of time that's being spent on this kind of stuff. And looking at it now, you know, since coming out of teaching and looking at the, I suppose, like the commercials of it, it's what is the actual impact in yeah. the classroom of doing those things? And from my view of it, um, having done it previously for a limited amount of time and then obviously now going in and spending time with staff, I don't think there's an awful lot of value that can be taken from that. Mm. And there's an awful lot of box ticking and it really does tick the boxes for further up the chain. But actually, as a classroom teacher, it's just a pain in the backside. Yeah. Um, but one of the key things I think is missing out on the current assessment frameworks that schools have is it doesn't tap into what teachers are absolutely brilliant at doing. Um, All teachers that I've seen, and especially the 1500 we've worked with in the last sort of 12 months, and from my personal experience of it, they're all really good at building rapport with students. Mm -hmm. Um, And talking to students, you know, if you take GCSE, most of the time you're actually sat one-to-one with a student, you know, cycling around and giving that verbal feedback to students. So what we used to do is we used to have an orange pen that we put in the books, and we used to write VF, to say verbal feedback mm. of course in a bot you know in a book great verbal feedback when a kid comes back to revise this and goes on oh, vf well i can't remember what you said to me last week let alone last year the verbal feedback thing for me is the key with students but it's how do we record that mm. the other thing as well is from a practical subject so i used to do product design sort of engineering and, and graphics and those kind of things and workshop is if I demonstrate a particular skill and then the student doesn't have reference to that afterwards. So again, I would write, spend, you know, a lot of ink writing out paragraphs of how to do a particular technique and step-by-step, step, mm. and I would have to keep doing it because they wouldn't really read the comments. So those kind of things that actually enhance the learning and actually can support, you know, constant learning, if you like, yeah. those things are all missed out by that green pen, red pen rubbish. Yeah. Um, so, you know... <laughs> that's that's kind of the issue that we've got at the moment that's that's what i see it might people might think differently but that's yeah. what i'm i'm seeing it's personalization of learning isn't it yep. and it, you know this the whole
0: point of the process with individual comments and feedback is that it's supposed to personalize it for the student but in actual fact it's removing the amount that teachers can personalize for yep. students because it's not a conversation it's not what teachers are, are best at you know and you you just can't develop that rapport through written comments
1: yeah and it it takes up time you know time is precious to 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 students these days courses are getting shorter they're getting more demanding there's more content that needs to be put in Mm. um you know that there's there's more intervention to make sure that students hit certain targets in certain subjects to make sure that schools can then maintain funding and all these other kind of things and all the politics behind it but those kind of assessment processes from my You know, experience of it is that it takes time in the lesson, and that's the valuable time when they're in front of a teacher. You want them to be interacting with that teacher and learning from the teacher in the best possible way, and that's you know, vocal, you know, video. It's all those kind of wonderful things, the written stuff, and getting students to go through this right five minutes at beginning, all respond. Mm. you know how 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 uninspiring is that for a student to just sit there and do that yeah it's not not good yeah um however there is light at the end of the tunnel what's the light oh yeah (laughs) pause um so mobile devices most schools now you know High percentage of schools in the country have got mobile devices. So, what, and again, our, our background and our kind of experience is utilizing mobile devices in the classroom to help make things better. And one of the key things that we've been finding, in the, certainly in the last six months, and the processes we've been kind of working on with schools, is to make the mobile device useful with assessment for learning and marking and feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there are different approaches to this. So some schools we've worked with on longer term projects, we've focused on one to one schools. So we've looked at devices in the classroom, which every person has. So the teacher always has it, the students always have the device. But we've also worked with schools where they've only got one, maybe one device in the in the classroom or even a web browser in the classroom and that's the only thing they've got Mm. Um, but all the students have some form of mobile phone or mobile device in their hand at some point even if it's at home with a web browser at home so these processes we're going to go through and have a look at today these we've tried out in a load of different scenarios from primary school early years all the way up to secondary school um, up to sixth form level in departments across whole schools with just one staff we've tried to cover as many bases as possible we've done some research into it we've got um, evidence of what we've done on our site um, but let's just go into the the kind of the kind of cause the reasons why we would why we do these um, why we do it in a particular way before we actually show you tell you how we've done it um, so why we do it what we want to do is really save time so you know as we've said before or as I've said before with the, with the teachers It's, you know, making sure they've got time to do these things and spending less time giving higher quality feedback or less time giving higher quality um, assessment. Improving the feedback, but not only proving the time that it takes for staff to feedback and students to feedback but also the gap between the feedback. So again, you know, if you've got a Monday lesson, Monday morning, and you don't see them again until Wednesday, that feedback, you've got a day, maybe two days there worth of lessons where the students aren't getting feedback. So how do we shorten that time and make it easier? How do we sort of save the backs of staff from taking loads and loads of books home? How do we put the responsibility back on the student for actually engaging with the learning? So at the moment... Um, And I know people who bring books home and they actually stick the worksheets in for the students. Mm. So, you know, this independent learning, schools have this big thing about independent learning and all these wonderful ways of, you know, these wonderful lunchtime and after school and form time projects to encourage independent learning. But teachers, to save themselves time, are actually sticking all the worksheets in for the students because they don't, you know, students don't want to be spending time in the lesson sticking stuff in and then staff don't want to be spending time looking through the books to find out that piece of work so it's saving time saving uh, improving the feedback time also the other thing is having a look at kind of how it links with ofsted and 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 helping that kind of process out a little bit ofsted have said categorically and you can have a look at Sean harford's videos on youtube we'll put the, the link in the um, in the description um but they've said that they're not looking for loads and loads of spreadsheets they're looking for how, imp- you know, how assessment and how marking is being used to enhance teaching and learning, not looking at documenting every single piece of evidence, mm-hmm. um, which is a key thing, really. Um, and then the other one really, again, for us is when we go into schools, we don't just deal really with with, with staff just sort of, you know, in, in training sessions. We look at longer term. So we look at the strategy across the whole school from the top, from the head teacher level all the way down and from the bottom all the way up. So how do we make it easy for a whole school to convert their systems and policies for assessment? How do we convert that over to make things a little bit easier for them? So, you know, basically time, save time, save energy, save effort, and then also make it so that it goes across the school in the quickest time possible.
0: Yeah. yeah. So how, do we, how would you start? So there are obviously great benefits for any school, but how do you begin
1: digitising marketing feedback? Okay. So there's a, there's sort of like two or three different sort of steps to this, really. First of all, the way that we've done this is is we've used mobile devices and we've used particular types of apps and particular strategies. There are different ways of doing it. We've tried out a few and the ones that stick are the ones I really want to go through today. We can obviously, you know, put up details of all the other bits we've tried, but... For me, the easy way of doing it is to have a look at the hardware and software first. So make sure all the staff have the same uh, hardware and software on their devices, mm-hmm. that students have access to that hardware and software, and that it's uniform across the school. And also, it doesn't cost an awful lot for the school to actually start this process. So most schools we've worked with have devices, mobile devices, be that a Nexus, be that a Windows Surface, a Microsoft Surface, or an iPad. So it's getting the, the app, if you like, getting the process onto there. So most are web-based. Showbie.com or Showbie app is the one that we've we've used in quite a few schools that works really well because it's really simple to get, to get set up. Yeah. It's free as well. To, initially, it's free to get set up and get trying with this. There is a subscription model to it, but most of the schools we've worked with are still on the free version. Um, a couple of moving over to the paid options because there's obviously extra little bonuses there. The next stage then, once you've got the hardware and the software set up, is to have a look at the classroom practice. So what we do is we focus with that on just simple training exercises and simple sort of programs and simple ways of doing things. So not using loads of apps, just keeping it down to one or two apps. Yeah. And then looking at how we can utilise what they've already got and blend it into the new way of doing things. So, perfect example, maths department. They do an awful lot of written work and the key with that is most concerns that come back from staff is Mm. that students still need to write. And if they use a mobile device of any kind, they're not going to be writing, which is perfectly fine. It's a perfectly fine concern, but actually the best thing to do is to still do those things on paper because again not only is it the sort of cognitive process but it's the actual physical process of going through for example solving a quadratic equation balancing an equation that you have to write out so the students still use the book they write down the answer they get all of that but rather than the actually collecting those books in an easy way of doing it is just to simply get the student to take a photo of their book yeah. and then send that through the Shobi system so just simply tapping on plus and tapping on camera and sending it straight through the mm. teacher then automatically gets hold of that photo the student can name it you know lesson one exercise one and then the member of staff can then feedback they can either write over the top So annotate. So Mm -hmm. just like a pen and paper. That's fine. It's a little bit fiddly and you have to have a stylus and there's no real advantage. But the key to it is the fact that they can then comment by typing or dictating or they can provide video or audio feedback straight within the app. Mm. And again, that's just as simple as using the camera or using the video camera or using the microphone to record um so the classroom practice it's it's about blending the two things it's not just going overnight right we're going to get rid of all of this stuff and we're going to use this that doesn't really work Mm. um but blending in yeah the other concern is uh i
0: think sometimes people mistake digitize marketing feedback for going paperless yeah which it's not you you can do this with one device as long as the teacher's got a device that's all you need yeah because they can go around the, the classroom or even after school if they need to um, and just take a quick picture of every piece of work and then upload that. So you can pretty much get up and run and doing this in a classroom, probably for about 200 pounds or less per room. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. If you don't have any equipment at the moment. Um, so in terms of, I think, interventions and looking at ways to drive improvement, it's probably the best bang for buck that you're going to get
1: yeah no i'd I'd say so and you know we've done this in departments practical departments where say for example in design technology when students have got to take photos of their almost like a work diary when they're building stuff yeah um the teacher just puts their device at the front of the classroom in a nice sort of bulletproof case if you like and just goes right it's on there you just need to pick it up tell me who you are when you pick it up i'll sign. you know you can sign in go over take a photo put it back that's it Mm. And it's no, it's no more difficult than going to a cupboard and picking up a file or a saw. They just go and pick the iPad up or the Nexus or the Surface and go over and take a photo of their work yeah. and then sign out again. I mean, it's, it's yeah. really simple. Yeah. I think when, once it's digitized, that's when
0: it becomes really powerful, <clears throat> yeah. um, especially the audio comments. Um, so, yeah, it's obviously a lot quicker to speak some audio feedback than it is to write it up or annotate it. But the one I really like is um, so video comments yeah Uh, a lot of when we've introduced in the past a lot of people think oh it's about you know filming yourself talking uh, and visually giving comments but the way i see it working is you know if you're doing maths for example and a bunch of students have got the same equation wrong or the same question then you you as a teacher can set up a little you can do the workings out yourself on paper Um, you can video it and you can narrate through step by step yeah so it's pretty much perfect way to ensure that students not only understand what they've done wrong, but they can also see an example of how you do it right.
1: Yeah. And that's and the, the perfect example there as well is, is you can actually within Showbie, you can actually give individual feedback or if you group put feedback, it in the shared yeah. folder, you can give it group feedback. Yeah. You know, so again, that would be blooming difficult to do um in a in a normal classroom of you know you have to get all the kids around but once they've left the lesson you can't do that whereas with this with, with showbie particularly i could be sat at break time and be giving feedback to students who've handed it in at the end of the lesson mm. they get that feedback straight away on their device so if they've signed up um and signed up for notifications and they've got it on say their phone you know blackberry android whatever they can get notifications directly to their phone instantly and then respond back very quickly and it to be honest, if you haven't seen the app before, it's very similar to a text message system. Yeah. So when you provide a comment, you get a little speech bubble above the previous one. So you have a whole history mm. of conversation there. And students, because it's native, you know, because they're um, it works in the same way as their messaging app, it's there's no training to it at all for them. Um, you know, if they want to add a insert an attachment, they go to the little add button. It's the same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I I think that kind of stuff's fantastic. Yeah.
0: There's, the two things I really like about it are, you know, it's like the um, the bus ride home effect. Mm-hmm. So students aren't going to be getting their their exercise books out on the bus with their mates, you know, to review feedback and comments from teachers, <clears throat> um, no matter how much teachers want that to happen. Yeah. It's just not going to happen because it's not cool. But, you know, every student's going to be sat in the bus playing on the phone, yeah, to, you know, doing whatever. And if they can review their feedback and, you know, what you've left them, um on their phone then yeah the chances are that some of them are going to do it and it's g- be
1: going to become part of their practice the so other thing with the with the classroom practice element to this and um i was in london for a, about 10 days at one particular school um in the last couple of weeks and fantastic experience and one of the one of the um, they were using showbiz well we managed to get them using showbiz throughout the school mm-hmm. um and one of the things that dawned on me about halfway through this this sort of these 10 days was the analogy of what was happening. Well, what was happening on, on Shobi's staff were then sending Word documents um, across the English department sending Word documents with essays already in the Word document. The student was downloading that, typing it, and then uploading it, and then the staff were getting frustrated because then they had to download it, edit it, upload it, and it was just too much of an issue. Yeah. Obviously, Shobi's flexible enough to do that, to accept any file type on it, but the workflow for them was too difficult. Mm. Um, and again, It just takes a little bit of thinking or rethinking. So if we take that example as an English essay, as a teacher, you're not really interested in what app they're using to edit the document. All you want to do when you assess it is take a snapshot of the work. So that snapshot is a frozen piece in time, if you like, where you can annotate and edit over the top, hand that back to the student, and then they can then carry on on their version of it. Mm -hmm. So you're almost doing, you're, you're negating the need for version control. So then what happens is then you start thinking, well, how do I do the snapshot? So the students in a just a written version of this can just take a photo, literally a snapshot of their work at that time. The teacher can annotate over the top of their picture Mm -hmm. and hand it back to the student. If we're going digital, so if we're like the next step forward and we're trying to digitise everything, we can hand the Word document out to the student, the template, the frame, hand it out to the student. They start typing on it and doing all those things. When they want you to assess it, they either screenshot it, if they can fit it on one page, or export it as a PDF into Showbie. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: When it's in Showbie as a PDF, what the genius thing within the app is, is that if all students... And upload their PDF I can group mark all of the work so it takes out all of the steps so I can basically swipe through rather than coming in and out of the app I can swipe through each copy of the student's work yeah it just takes out about ten or fifteen taps. It takes out the need for the student to download it and then try and work on it mm-hmm. on a on a uh, on a an iPad or on a Nexus or on a Surface. They can actually do that on a desktop. Yeah, it sounds um, like it's going to take out ten fifteen hours a mark in a week. Oh, instant! I mean, it's just like as soon as we started doing that, I was, you know, we're looking at it. I was like, ah, oh, you could take this step out. You could take this out. You could take this out. And then you've got a really tight workflow. I mean, it's insane. Um, yes, yeah, so, I mean they 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 did that. Well, it was, I don't know. It's probably about months ago now. We went we went in there. So it'd be, it's it's interesting to see what what's happened with that and the fact that it has sped up. You know, it, had, it has sped up marking and feedback. Yeah. it has sped up that process, and it's removed those barriers for students. Oh, well, I don't have Microsoft word 2013. I don't have that on my device. da. da, da, da. doesn't matter if you just snapshot PDF in and out, it's, it's nice Mm. and simple. Um, Yes, that's pretty cool. And then obviously homework practice, that kind of builds into that um, of getting the students used to sort of annotating and commenting through that really. Um, and again, with, with, with homework, typically it's a piece of work that's then handed in the next day and, you know, those kind of things. Whereas with ShowBeat, it can be handed in at any time. Mm. The staff can put deadlines on it. And how many times have I had students that don't hand the homework in and then they just go off, you know, you have to track it and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Or they lose it even. Or oh, they lose it, you know, or, yeah, well, I had it, but you didn't give me it. Or I, I had it and, you know, you gave me it, but I've lost it. Or you didn't give me it. With that kind of thing a digital copy, it date stamps everything, so you can actually see when it was handed out, when it was opened. The other thing is is that you can put deadlines on it. You can even lock assignments, lock homeworks down, so mm. students can't respond after a period of time. So then you can, you know, again take a snapshot of which students have and haven't. Yeah. I don't have to copy that out into a mark book. I don't have to put it into an Excel chart. I can just simply keep it within the app. Yeah. I think it's more about independent <clears throat> learning,
0: isn't it? The yep. students taking more responsibility for their learning
1: yeah and that's it and and that was always my big bugbear is all these processes are there to help tick boxes for teachers or people further up the chain um because of you know because there's concerns about inspections and this kind of stuff but it takes away the responsibility from the student. How many times have we seen on Facebook and on social media these, you know, um, in the 1950s and it's like a screenshot or it's like a, a cartoon of a parent and a teacher at a desk at a parent's evening and it's then the roles are reversed in, you know, modern day type thing. It's just, ah, oh, it's rubbish. So, yeah, it puts the responsibility back on the student to actually sort of take some sort of, you know, take some sort of accountability for what yeah. they do um one other thing with that was um we've had a couple of especially primary actually um primary schools that are concerned well there's no work there's no work in the books there's no evidence in the books Mm. um which is you know a fair a fair concern but again if if students are taking photos of these things it's all digitized so the times that students you know accidentally pour water over their book or they lose them or they get a different book and you have to then hark back to the previous book all of that stuff goes out of the window it's all within one app and again it's not you know from my understanding of it there inspectors are looking at whether there's marking and feedback and how it's done you know and if it's done across the uniform across the school if if people are using something like showbiz it doesn't matter if the evidence is in a book or in a digital book or on a poster or on a post note a Mm. post-it note it doesn't actually matter um Mm. so yeah no quite interesting quite interesting
0: yeah yeah that's good so, I think that's a good place to sum up um that should give everyone a good bit of depth about how to start. I think the easiest way to you know if you wanna jump in and try this is grab yourself a mobile device, a tablet um get yourself a demo shareby account um uh, and even if you can't do it in school, just test test run it, see how it comes out. I think you'll be surprised about how much time you save how much easier it is and also how it improves the process. Yeah. You know, there's a lot more, you can give a lot higher quality feedback in a shorter space of time um, undertaking this process. So if we have um, three things to take away, what would they be from you, James? So
1: I suppose one, the first one would be um, with using mm. something like ShowBeat, is it It will save time. It will save time. Yeah. Um, two, you know, evidence doesn't have to be in books. There is this kind of, mystical myth Mm. that all evidence has to be in books so two doesn't have to be in books and then third is just give it a go (laughs) really just you know download it as you said before download it and try it uh, and see what happens it doesn't have to come from the top down this thing as well you know we've been talking to friends about you know quite a few friends of ours in the last few weeks And it doesn't have to come from the top, you know, teachers it en masse, if they find something that's useful and then take it to their leaders, you know, these things can change. It doesn't have to come from the top. So, you you prove prove the concept first. Exactly. Yeah. Prove it. And then, you know, if it's improving stuff, which I, I, you know, I can pretty much guarantee it will do, Mm. it'll improve your life somewhat. Um, If you take that, if you take that to any decent management team, they'll just go, well, actually, yeah, let's give this a go bigger. Let's go bigger with this. Yeah.
0: Yeah brilliant so if you want to find out more we've written quite a lot about this on our blog already so you can find that at learnmaker.co.uk um, we hope there's a lot of schools out there and teachers who are already trying this we'd love to hear from you um, easiest way to get in touch with us is through twitter where can they find you james um, at the learnmaker and i'm at learnmaker so drop us some comments thoughts ideas anything you've got and uh, we'd love to hear from you and see what's actually going on out there And that's all we've got time for this week. So we hope to see you next week. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Learnmaker podcast at learnmaker.co.uk.